Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Alrighty, friends, we are back with a brand new week, brand new episode. Today, we are talking about uh, retainer clients and the pros and cons of having a retainer client or wanting to have a retainer client. Uh, so let's just start pretty basic. What is a retainer client? A retainer client is a, uh, is a client that you have or a customer that you have that you continue to work with uh, on a monthly basis, right? Uh, you could have a one-year contract with the, uh, the client, uh, basically stating that, you know, for uh, every month, for the next 12 months, we're gonna do um, 10 videos, right? Instagram videos, Facebook videos, um, anything in relation to uh, helping their marketing efforts. Uh, so in a nutshell, right, that's what a retainer client is. Uh, now, what are the pros, uh, what are the benefits of having a retainer client? Well, uh, say if you have a 12-month retainer, um, basically every month you are going to have income coming from that um, that one client, right? And that gives you the freedom to go um, have other clients, right? So in our freelance world, um, let's just say this retainer client you have, you uh, have in your agreement, that for every month we're gonna do uh, 10 videos, right? And say that only takes you about, mm, maybe every week you shoot with them, right? One day a week you shoot with them, couple hours. Not too bad, right? That leaves you with the other days of the week uh, for other clients, for other uh, passion projects, or for just you know relaxed time, chill time with you, the family, uh, time with friends, things like that, right? Uh, so that sounds pretty good, right? It sounds pretty good. Every month you have income coming, you don't have to worry about it, right? That's the fear is like, you know, you have to go from one job to the next, to the next, to the next. Uh, and that could be very frustrating. That could be very, um, I, you know, I, I, I guess depressing in a way, right? Because you're constantly worried about when the next paycheck is coming in. Uh, whereas with a retainer client, you know, every, you know, say every month, right? You're gonna have a check coming in. So that stress isn't there any any longer. Uh, and and again, that gives you more opportunity to um, to kind of divide your time, um, divide and conquer, right? And, and that way you you know that at least, okay, once a month, you're gonna have this set amount of income coming in. That gives you the opportunity to go shoot other things to also generate income, uh, to help build your reel, to help build your portfolio. Um, and again, you know, kind of balance um, balance out life however you see fit, right? Whatever your version of happiness is. Uh, now, what are the, some of the cons of a retainer client? Well, you know, say this retainer client that you're working for really isn't the most exciting thing, right? Maybe, um, you know, it's a industry or a field uh, in business where, you know, again, like there really isn't any kind of like jazz about it. It's just kind of, okay, you know, you show up a couple hours, you shoot, you edit, you know, Bob Junkle, you're done, right? There really isn't anything that um, is pushing you creatively or challenging you uh, creatively as a um, as a cinematographer or as a as a creative in general. Uh, sort of like you know, run of the mill, bread and butter stuff. Like you go in, you do your thing, you're done, um, and and it's very automatic, right? There really isn't anything that you need to um, think about because you know the client you know wants a very specific thing. Uh, they want to be able to crank out as much of this specific thing as possible. And maybe once a year, they might uh, want something innovative, right? But not huge, hugely innovative. 
Um, it could just be, you know, maybe trying out new transitions or something like that, right? Maybe it's a new title card. Maybe it's a new, uh, they redesigned their logo, right? So all you're doing is just applying the new logo to uh, to the edit, right? There isn't a lot of, a lot of excitement going on uh, for this client. Uh, and if you're anyone like me, you know, after a month, you're just like, God damn, I need, I need something different, you know? Um, but there is that also, there is also that little voice in the back of your head saying, well, you know, you also need the income coming in once a month. So, uh, the cons for retainer client is, is a lot of the times, uh, again, they're not going to be challenging you creatively or passionately. Uh, it's going to be just what it is, you know, corporate thing or, um, small business thing. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't really fulfill your heart. All right. But at the same time, you have to balance out fulfilling your heart with paying the bills. Now, let's talk about exactly how you go about getting a retainer client if you um, if you want one. Right. You kind of uh, see other people having retainer clients and you think about yourself and you say, OK, you know what? This could actually be really beneficial to me right now and maybe even down the road. Uh, so one way to get a retainer client is, you know, one, you have to have um, a good rapport uh, with the client already, right? The hardest thing to do is to go to a brand new um, prospect that you've never talked to, that they have no idea who you are, and try to sell them on a retainer client, right? It's the hardest thing to do. Uh, so rather than go that route, let's work with people you already know, right? You've worked with them, uh, say, the past year, you've shot four or five videos, something like that, right? And maybe they contact you like every, you know, every other month, something like that, right? And um, based upon that frequency, you can say, hmm, you know what? This person actually might be better off with a retainer client, all right? So you talk to uh, you talk to John and say, hey, John, you know, I've noticed that in the past uh, in the past 12 months, uh, you know, last year, we, we shot quite a bit of video, uh, not every month, but we shot quite a bit of video uh, would it make sense for you to actually create create a, a relationship where we shoot every month um, rather than having to you know just reach out to me when you need something right uh, because if you reach because if we reach out and maybe you know, my schedule isn't doesn't uh, mesh well then we have to like postpone it you know what if we can commit uh, what if we can devote our time and energy uh, to create content for you every month right that way not only are you uh, increasing your lead generation but also we're creating a consistent effort to help uh, grow your business All right so this is this is some of the verbiage you can use for your client because at the end of the day you know retainer clients they really don't care what it's going to look like you know they don't they don't even know what the difference is between a camera and a lens right they just know that you're going to show up and and help them um, produce use the equipment because you're knowledgeable with the equipment and your experience with the equipment um, and it would take longer for them to actually, you know, learn it themselves, right? So um, don't sell them on, on quality. This is an instance where you actually have to sell them on quantity, right? Saying that, hey, every, you know, every month we're going to have five videos for you, uh, one every week, right? And then, um, well, you know, four, so you say like, you know, four videos, one a week, and the one extra one that you can um, put on top uh, as like as like just extra. Now on the flip side of that, you know, if you are agreeing to a certain amount of videos, you have to also be able to do those certain amount of videos, right? So if you're gonna say uh, we're gonna do five videos a month, you have to ensure that you can actually uh, not only produce those five videos a month, but do the post production, do the editing, do the revisions, right? Um, and again, that can be something very. Um, very strenuous, very, um, very tedious uh, type of type of work. 
Um, so you have to kind of figure out and factor in, is it something that I really want to do? Um, or does it just sound like a good idea, right? Because many things sound like a good idea. Uh, but in the reality of it, once you actually do the thing and then you, you know, you're five months in, you're like, Ooh, maybe I should, maybe I should have rethought this, you know, um, more thoroughly. So, uh, cause I've been there before, right? So you just have to, again, really, really think about things before, jumping straight into it right uh, because the last thing you want to do is to hurt that relationship down the road because you didn't think things through all the way right maybe you thought things through like half half the way but not the full you know not the full 100 percent of the journey now that being said uh not everyone wants a retainer client right uh, as far as like the client side goes right uh they just want a video every now and then right so you know if you really want to sell someone on a retainer client you have to come at it from a business perspective. You're going to have to um, present to them why it makes sense for them to use a retainer client um, from, from again, from the business point of view, right? Not only are you going to help increase your lead generation, if you increase your lead generation per week, that means that that is increasing their potential for new clients, for uh, new sales. Um, you also have to factor in, like, you know, say if you're used to charging them a certain amount, for a one-off shoot, you may have to uh, decrease the day rate or decrease the post-production um, fee. But you know, ugh. but the the upside to that is now you have consistent income coming in every month, right? So let's just say, for instance, you charge um, right now you're charging five hundred dollars as your day rate, okay? And uh, this client that you've been working with, maybe they have you know two shoots a month or something like that, right? So a thousand dollars. Not bad, right? And then maybe for post-production, you're charging, you know, whatever whatever amount you're charging for post-production, right? Um, if you say to them, hey, you know what? It might be a good idea to go, um, you know, five videos a month. You talk to them, you negotiate back and forth, and you're kind of just brainstorming, and the client says, yeah, you know what? That actually makes sense. Like, like let's do five videos a month, but I can't afford you for, you know, $500 each time you come out. So you say, okay, well, you know, what if we um, brought down the day rate to um, 250, right? 250 times five is 1250. So you're making a little bit more than if you were just shooting, you know, two times a week and the client is still within their budget, right? It's still within their budget, but you are actually working with them, you know, every month, right? And, and so again, that's helping you to, again, just kind of, kind of keep things going in a way where you can start to build your real and build your portfolio for the things that you want to do. We all need income some way, some way, shape, and form. Later on, as time progresses, you will get hired for exactly what you want to do, right? That could be doc work, that could be commercial work, um, sports, fitness, fashion, music video, um, nonprofit, right? Whatever it is that you're really passionate about, like you have to shoot those things while making income, right? That's that's the formula for success, right? And eventually you get to the point where you start just getting hired for whatever it is that you want to do, right? Um, and that's that's been my journey, right? This year, I have been hired, I, all the, I would say like 85% of the jobs I've had already, and this is going into June, have just been DP work, right? It's just been hiring me as a cinematographer for the kind of shoots that I actually enjoy shooting. Um, and, and that didn't happen overnight, right? This is my fourth year in, in business and it took a lot of time, effort, energy, um, a lot of, you know, ups and downs, a, a lot of ups and downs, you know? Um, and, and again, what helped me was 
making sure that I had enough income coming in once a month or per month. And that was shooting all kinds of stuff, right? Stuff that was, you know, really fucking boring, but it paid the bills, right? And on top of that, I was also shooting things that was helping to build my real, build my portfolio. Again, whether those were paid jobs or non-paid jobs, uh, or taking a little bit of, um, of a cut in my day rate or some, something like that, right? Um, so what is, okay, we're at 14 minutes-ish. Yeah, okay, so this is this is pretty good, right? I feel like with, with the retainer clients, um, again, a lot, a lot of people are jumping on um, the notion of getting a retainer client, whether you're, you know, first year in business or, you know, 10 year in business, right? Um, for uh, for larger teams, and again, a larger team could even just be a, a, like a two-man production shop, right? A retainer client for for creating a business is actually really, really important because you need you need steady income coming in um, for the business, right? Otherwise, you're not running a business. Otherwise, you know, then you're just someone with a camera that has a hobby, right? Um, so, and, and again, if you're a freelance, if you're an owner operator where you're not doing post-production, you're just being hired um, as camera operator, as DP, as cinematographer, right? You're still running a business in a sense, right? So how can you continue to uh, bring in profit uh, monthly, you know, quarterly, yearly, because you may have a family, right? You may have a family to support. And so you need to think about things uh, from a business perspective and not just in a passion perspective, right? Uh, all right, so I hope that goes, so I hope that helps you guys out. If you have anything that you want that you want me to cover specifically, again, please send me a DM on Instagram, at David Lee. I always respond to everyone. You can ask, you can ask all the people that have sent me questions, right? Uh, not even questions about like, you know, can you make this a podcast topic? Just asking me about anything. Could be asking me about, you know, how to shoot a documentary, um, you know, uh, lenses or lighting, like my, my perspective on that, right? And I always answer, ask all those people, I always answer. Uh, so if, again, if you have a question that you that you really want answered, um, just shoot me a DM, right? I, I can even just respond to you over DM. It doesn't, doesn't even have to be a podcast episode, but if something ends up being a podcast episode, then, then you know, then life is good. And we're all eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because life. Uh, and that does it for this episode. Again, friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it. I would appreciate it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast so you're notified of uh, new podcast episodes coming out. Uh, I think this is pretty much what we're going to uh, continue on for a little bit. It's just, you know, weekly podcasts. Um, YouTube, I may returning. I may be returning back to YouTube at the... Um, June time, uh, it just depends because work has picked up for me. And um, I don't know, fortunately or unfortunately, um, work is work. I mean, work is just good, you know what I'm saying? And and that is between work and podcasts and, and um, family and friend time. That's really where I want my energy to be. You know, YouTube for me is, I mean, I see YouTube now, it, it's just, um, I don't know, YouTube is kind of just like, I think YouTube right now has just become like another Instagram and Facebook, right? Where you watch like, you know, two, three minutes and then you're done, right? Or maybe even less than that. Um, unless it's something that you really, really actually enjoy. Like maybe you enjoy watching like a vlogger or you you really need like education kind of thing, right? Like you need a, like a how to do this or, or like a, you know, top 10 things of this, right? So I think I think that's really where YouTube has kind of fallen in my in my lens, so to speak, right? It's really just become another um, another platform for like quick uh, quick enjoyment. You know, three or four minutes, you're done, right? And but again, some people watch more than that. So, but for me, um, based upon my podcast, 
and based upon doing analytics of my of my YouTube videos for the last year, I've noticed that, you know, my average view duration is like two minutes, right? So for me, does it make sense for me to create two, three minute pieces of content? Mm, I don't really think so. It, do, it does. It doesn't for me, you know? Um, so we'll see what happens with YouTube. But that being said, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye.